Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Tuesday or Tuesday, Wednesday morning. I can't ever get my day straight. I really can't. I don't know what's the matter with me, but, uh, well, <laughs> there's a lot matter with me, but as far as my memory, I, <laughs> that I don't know. I guess I'm just getting old. I don't know. Who knows? But, uh, hard to believe. I'm, uh, I've been on Facebook, uh, earlier today that, uh, I can't believe that been out of high school for 30 years so here in about another month, May 25th. This doesn't seem possible. It seems like just been a few years. Uh, just can't wrap my head around that I'm about to turn 50 uh, next year. Like I said, I'll be 49 this year, but it just just weird. It really is. It's just a surreal feeling. And uh, but anyway, who all do we have here this morning? We got Miss Angel Dixon. Good morning, Sheila Sanders. Good morning, Joyce Garland. Uh, good morning to you, Amy Oaks uh, Turner. Uh, got Jennifer Honeycutt, Mike Hensley, Darlene Barker, Tracy Little, Sheila Sanders, and uh, uh, she says she loves her my song choice. Thank you, Mrs. Sanders. I'm glad you enjoy that. So good morning to all you fine people this morning. Appreciate you all for tuning in and uh, joining me for morning devotions. Well, let us stand and let us do our Pledge of Allegiance, if we may. Let me stand up here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for getting to say that verse uh, this morning and every morning as we do. Good morning, Miss Ginger Hood. Thank you for watching and appreciate you coming out last night to our Easter event. But, um, you know, as I say every morning, I um, I know I do some political commentary, whether it's, uh, you may like it, dislike it. I mean, that's, uh, uh, don't know if I feel led to touch on something I do. Uh, you know, the thing of it is, our, uh, it's sad that uh, people care more about power than they do the welfare of our people. And uh, I think that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing such a lack of God in our country. And, uh, in fact, I saw where they're trying to pass legislature here in Tennessee to allow pastors uh, to serve uh, here in Tennessee in uh, the political sphere. Uh, you know, I have mixed feelings about it. I feel like it, in one sense it could be good. I can understand wanting a Protestant Christian there from a spiritual sense uh, for guidance and uh, leadership and prayer. But remember, uh, you cannot discriminate. See, that's the thing with prayer in school. I would love to, if it, we could uh, chisel it down to just Christians only and be able to pray to the God of the Bible. That'd be wonderful, but see, we don't live in a theocracy, and when you open that door, you have to allow prayer for all religions. Do you want your kids sitting there praying to Allah or uh, to Buddha or whatever? You know, of course, the Hindus, they've got a million gods for everything. Uh, so that's what happens, and like this with the Tennessee legislature, they're trying to pass. You know, you you know, I know their intent, they're thinking Protestant Christians, but when you open that door, you have to let all faiths in to be able to do that. And so, you know, it is, uh, uh, we have to be very careful uh, what we what we let in. But it is, um, you know, it's no surprise that we are 
under attack uh, in a spiritual way. I mean, in a, in a major way. Uh, we're, you know, we're under attack for our beliefs and convictions of Christians in the Bible. And people just, uh, uh, there's such hatred for God, hatred for us. We're looked at and looked down upon. You know, it is, uh, uh, we're in real spiritual warfare. And I really believe that we are in the last days, and we are seeing that. And people may scoff and laugh. Uh, good morning, Lee Miller. Scott, not, they're not scoffing and laughing at Lee Miller by just saying hello to him. But uh, they may scoff and laugh at us uh, for our convictions as Christians. But uh, they're going to see. You know, uh, I know it's like there's a, uh, John Boy Billy has a little joke they do every year for Halloween. And they say, uh, uh, because of the legalistic uh, Christians out there, they say, oh, look, there's a woman wearing pants and another man watching TV. You know, they make it, make it fun. Uh, some tongue-in-cheek humor there, but one thing that they say is, uh, you better turn before you burn. Well, there's a lot of truth in that. <laughs> you better turn before you burn because there's more truth in that than people realize. And I think they, they make light uh, of their where they're going to be for all of eternity. And uh, they never need to get their heads put on straight. And that's one thing I pray every day is, Lord, help me to find a way to reach the unchurched, to reach the unsaved, uh, to touch hearts and minds out there uh, and that's something I'm hoping that you're praying for as well, which leads us to our morning verse. Uh, if you will look, if you have your Bibles handy, uh, we're looking at Psalm uh, 139, verses 17 and 18. So if you have that available, I encourage you to look that up and read along. Um, this is, How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would outnumber the sand. When I wake, I am still with you. Now, I like to read, of course, that's that's one version, but in King Jimmy here we have, it says, How precious also are they, are thy thoughts unto me, O God, how great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. So that gives you an idea what the King Jimmy version of that says. Now, what we're referencing to is uh, prayer. And we, uh, there's a lot of power of prayer. In fact, I think people underestimate uh, the power of prayer. I really do. Uh, you know, I've always heard people say, well, God didn't answer my prayer. And, and, uh, and sometimes I get mad at God. Well, he didn't answer my prayer, particularly if we're praying over a loved one uh, that's dying, that's sick. And, uh, well, God didn't answer my prayer. and They died anyway. Well, uh, a finite creature cannot uh, dare to question an infinite God. And we may not understand on this side of heaven, uh, but the, the fact of the matter is, all of our days are numbered. All of us, each and every single one of us, our days are numbered. No person is going to get, uh, uh, you know, for those who are saved, you know, to, to when we die, we're to be immediately in the presence of God. I mean, there's no lagging, there's no darkness, there's no fear. If for those who are saved, you're immediately in the presence of God. And you're not going to stand in front of God and be, and God's going to say, "Oh my gosh, you wouldn't, you weren't supposed to be here for another twenty years." You know, so that's not going to happen. It's appointed when a man's going to die. So, yes, it's heartbreaking. I'm not making fun of death. I'm not making light of of losing a loved one. It it stinks. It's no fun. It's horrible. But, but, for those who are saved, we get to see those loved ones again. That's that's what's a what a wonderful. Uh, thing that we do get to see those so we have that hope and encouragement but that's a double-edged sword we have that hope because we know hey i will get to see them again 
But at the same time, I think a lot of Christians have pseudo guilt because they think they they because they think well I shouldn't be upset because I want to see them again, and so they try to minimize their pain. There's nothing wrong to cry. There's nothing wrong to be upset. There's nothing wrong to miss that individual. There's no sin in that. As I've said before, uh, Jesus wept and he knew he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. It's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to ask why. I mean, you know, but we have to understand, particularly when I see wonderful people like my grandfather uh, who love the Lord and help build our church and do so much to see him die. And you see these wicked scumbags who do everything in the world and they're living long lives. But as my dad told me, you know, because I really struggled with that for many years. And he was like, listen. Unless they turn and come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, this is the only heaven they're ever going to know. At least I know where my grandfather's at, and he is in heaven, and he will not suffer or hurt or be in any more pain, and he gets to see and do things that I can only imagine, you know. And, uh, gosh, that'd make a good song if I could only imagine. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but when we pray, you know, say if we're praying for healing and someone dies, they were healed. That prayer was answered. You say, there's no way that prayer was answered. The prayer was answered. They might not have been healed on this side of heaven, but they were healed on the other side of heaven. There's a lot of great power of prayer. You know, there's a lot of people out there, this is what they're connected with. They're connected with their phones. That's what they're, they're connected to everything and everybody. I think that's what's hurt church attendance because everything's uh, driven for internet, the, the interwebs, if you will. And uh, so there's lots of connection amongst believers, I think, as a result. But you stay connected nonetheless. You stay connected watching live feeds as you're doing this morning. You stay connected with news, weather, whatever it may be. But uh, one thing that we do not need to lack is our connection with God. We need to make as as involved as you are on social media. Uh, excuse me, because it's easy to, to spend far more time than you should on social media. I mean, you're reading what people post. That's fine. But if it's so easy to start watching videos, video, video, video. And they say, you know, man, hours went by and you're thinking, oh, gosh, I got work to do. I got to get something to do something here. Uh, it's easy to get. To, and so if you can spend that kind of time on social media, watching uh, frivolous videos that lead to nothing, we can be reading God's word. Now, I'm not saying you have to sit and read God's word 24-7. I'm not saying you have to be a monk and, and be in a, in a uh, tower and that's all you need to do. I mean, obviously, the more time you spend in the word of prayer, the better. I mean, it's only going to strengthen you and it's going to help you. But don't underestimate the power of prayer. You know, uh, we've talked, you know, this morning I was talking about those who may get mad at God because they've prayed and the prayer didn't go their way. Well, as a parent, I can't grant every request that my children give. Sometimes I have to say no. They don't like it. Uh, my daughter, she gets mad at me sometimes. She's 17. She'll be 18 uh, in the fall. And uh, she's getting to where she's wanting to express more independence. And I pray for wisdom and I pray for discernment. You know, you don't want to exasperate your children. You don't want to be too hard on your kids. But they, at the same time, you still have to uh, set up boundaries and say, hey, you know, uh, no to this or yes to this. You know, so I pray for wisdom, discernment. Lord, you know, help me, lead me to know when to say yes, when to say no, when to hold tight, when to let go. You know, that's, that's something I had to pray. And so she may not always like the the answer that I give her. And, um, and likewise, we may not always like what the Heavenly Father tells us. It may be no, it may be wait, or he, he may say, you know, or he may answer the prayer in the, in the desire of our heart. But we have to submit to an Almighty God. We have this bad habit of wanting to 
bend God's will to our own instead of submitting our will to God. And we have to be very, very careful about that. Let your prayer request be made known to God. You know, God is, it should be a natural thing. It should be a wonderful thing. We should want to go to God in prayer, seeking His desire for our lives, not asking Him to bless our pocketbooks. I mean, obviously, if you have financial concerns, there's nothing wrong to pray for that. The Lord help me to, to, to find the means to pray, to pay for this bill. I mean, that's nothing wrong. But if all you're praying for is make me rich, you know, that, that's, that's a problem. You're focused on the material instead of the eternal. So we need to pray uh, for the Lord to, to give us the leading of his desires for our lives and, and for his will for our lives. Without being connected to God, we are uh, we're, we're facing an uphill battle. If you're not spending that time in prayer, I don't know how many of you all are watching this morning, but Ginger um, uh, uh, said, I'll oh, see you, Ginger. I'm sorry you got to leave, but I uh, hope you have a good day. Uh, how many of you all are here uh, or of age, but uh, have you ever had a car where the power steering went out or in the car wouldn't start and uh, you're having to pull it over to the side? Buddy, that sucker, you, you're, I mean, you're fighting that steering wheel trying to get that those wheels to turn right or left. It's tough. You know, so praise God for power steering. I've drove cars without power steering, and it isn't fun. And uh, so if you're not connected to God in the right way, it's like fighting that, that steering wheel, trying to get it to, you know, to, to move in a direction. We need to make sure that we're giving our all to God. We're staying connected to God. We're seeking God's will for our life. And do not underestimate the power of prayer. You know, uh, we have a gentleman in our church, Doug Grissom. He was eat up with cancer, and they had given up on him. And they sent him to Vanderbilt, and they, you know, they said more or less told him uh, there's no hope. But we're going to send you here anyway, just to see if you know, do some more scans and tests. But they more or less had given up on him. And we prayed over him. We anointed him with oil, and he got down there. He was healed. I mean, you talk about a living, breathing miracle. He was healed. Sometimes those situations happen. God has a plan and a purpose and a reason why he still needs to be here for a while longer. Just like you. We don't know. That's why I seek God out every day. That's why I do these devotions every morning. We're seeking God out. Lord, what is your marching orders for us today? Where would you have us to go today? Who could you bring into our path today? Who could we witness to today? Who can we invite to church today? Our purpose. See, I was watching a thing on, uh, you know, Brandy likes to watch her doctor feel each and every day. Young lady on there, she was struggling. Uh, she, was, uh, she was doing drugs and she was running away. And she said, I just don't know what my purpose is in life. I don't know why I exist here. I don't know, you know what to do. And, you know, and, I, and she's sitting there talking. I was thinking, you know what? If this, her dad had committed suicide, this girl, she was, she was struggling. And I thought, right here's your answers. Right here's your answers. If that mother could get that daughter into church. You know, I mean, she has some psychological issues that need to be dealt with. She has some addiction issues that need to be dealt with. And she needed to get some professional counseling and help. I don't disagree with that. You know, there's some Christians out there. Uh, you know, I, I believe she should get Christian help so she get the right perspective. Uh, we can glean from secular psychology. But, um, the, I mean, so that's, that part is true. But the thing that is, though, if that mother get that daughter to church, why do we exist? We exist to serve an almighty God. That's why we exist. You know, she wants to, She didn't understand the answers to life. She didn't understand why she was here. Right here, my friends. Right here. Right here is the answers to life. Right here is the reason why we exist. Right here is where we need to turn to every day. And that's why we seek God out in prayer. Lord, where will you have us go? What would you have us to do? You know, asking for the forgiveness of sins. Thanking him for the many wonderful blessings. And then seeking him out. 
each and every day. Offering up those prayer requests and concerns and asking His will for our lives. His will for the lives of our family members. His will. You know, I, nobody wants to face death. You know, I pray for my uh, my family every day. I want to see them all live to ripe old age and to late 90s. In fact, I pray, Lord, if death come, take me, let them live. Uh, I pray that every day. But whatever happens, and as heartbreaking as it is, I have to understand that God is in control. And as Romans 8.28 tells us, all things work together for good to those that love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. We may not understand how this may work together for good when tragedy strikes. We have to understand that God is infinite. He is all-knowing. He is all-powerful. We trust in him. And one day we may have these answers that we do are scratching our heads over today. But don't underestimate the power of prayer. Don't stay connected all the time to this. But let's stay connected all the time to this. And this is where we're going to get our answers. And this is where we're going to get our growth spiritually. And this is where we can uh, draw closer to the Lord. So stay connected, my friends. But stay connected in the right way. Let us pray. Then, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us each and every day to draw closer to you, to serve you well, to seek your will out for our lives. Help us, Lord, to uh, to put you first. And, Lord, let us not be focused on self, but die to self. Take up the cross and follow you daily and to serve you well. And, Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us. Guide and watch Lord, protect us this day. Be with our nation's leaders and uh, this nation as a whole. Let people come to know you. Turn to you before it's too late. And Lord, I do pray for Ginger Hood is watching this morning and uh, Troy and uh, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Roger Winters and Ron Thompson. Uh, Lord, I do pray that uh, you be with Larky Tyree and Nancy. Uh, Lord, Jane Kitchings and Larry and Donna Knight, all those watching this morning. And Lord, just pray that you watch over protect until we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, as I went to prayer, I, I saw where Amy had wrote something here, and I apologize. I didn't see it to write as I was closing my eyes to pray. Uh, she said, trust in God's timing. It's better to wait a while and have things fall into place than to rush and have things fall apart. Amen. And I've had to learn that the hard way. Still learn it the hard way. I'm too... Uh, when when you, I get impatient and I get ahead of God and it always ends in disaster every time. So what she said there is good wisdom. So thank you, Miss Amy, for, for typing that in there. Uh, don't forget, uh, we have evening service tonight at 7 o'clock. Continue our study in Second uh, Peter chapter 1. And uh, so it's been a great, I've really thoroughly enjoyed uh, our study in First Peter and, and uh, now going into Second Peter. It's been a good stay so don't forget to tune in tonight at seven and if you have any problems watching on facebook don't forget you can always watch live on flbconline.com and if you haven't already subscribe to the doc young chronicles on apple itunes free of charge audio only and uh, listen to that as you're going out and about your day my friends thanks again for tuning in hope everybody has a great day a fantabulous day and remember live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching and god bless